Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. And if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There is no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. Awesome. So today I am sharing with you how to reframe your commitment in order to get results. Now, if you have been on a weight loss journey for some time, you have probably tried many different things to help you get sorry, to help you, but they haven't worked. You've tried eating less, eating low carb, low fat, cutting sugar, and many other combinations of food restrictions. And each time the new diet doesn't work, we get more and more frustrated with ourselves. You start to think that you need to be more committed, more disciplined, that you need to restrict more or not have any sugar ever again right? How many times have you said that to yourself? (laughs) I know I've said that many times to myself, never again. (laughs) Our restrictions get tighter and tighter, and we think we need to be more disciplined. And when we are not, we feel that there is something wrong with us, that we are the reason we can't stick to our diet or lose weight or follow an exercise program. So I want to help you reframe your commitment to your goal whether that be to stop emotional eating, weight loss, feeling better, um, just eating healthier. So how do you define commitment? What is your definition of commitment? So I was looking at the definition of commitment. I found this one by um, Psychology Today um, that I really like. And according to Psychology Today, commitment is the mental or physical act of directing more increased resources to an activity or interpersonal relationship. And I really love this definition because it is not saying that you need to be super strict or that you need to spend all your time focusing on this goal. It is the mental or physical act of directing more resources to an action. That's it. It says nothing about being perfect. It says nothing about thinking about your goal 24 seven or having to be obsessed with it. It says nothing about failing if you're not 100% all in. And I think that if we are going to be reframing your commitment, we also need to look at the idea of failure because we often think that, you know, if we don't stick to our commitment, 100%, then we have failed, right? So what does failure look like to you? What does it mean? What defines failure to you? Have you failed in, if you stray away from your diet, have you failed if you don't lose weight the first week or the second week or the third week? Have you failed if you don't make every planned workout that week? Have you failed if you ate ice cream? 
Have you failed if you overate or binged? What does failure look like to you? Now, what if I said that failure is simply giving up? It means that you stop trying for good, right? Failure is just when you decide to stop trying something and never work on it again. I could look at my journey of, you know, dieting and getting to the point that I am now. I don't know what you want to call it. My relationship with food. (laughs) It's an interesting journey. You know, I could look at my journey as failing over and over and over again with different diets and strategies and tools, or I could look at my journey as a learning opportunities. I could see these failures as learning experiences, you know, learning what doesn't work for me. Calorie counting doesn't work for me. Counting macros doesn't work for me. Restricting food groups doesn't work for me. Addressing my emotional eating does work. Learning to recognize my physical hunger and emotional hunger works for me. Learning to allow my emotions works for me. Through my experiences, and yes, some of those could be interpreted as failures, but I choose to look at them as learning experiences and seeing what does and doesn't work for me. So how do you want your journey to look like, right? How do you want to look at your journey? Do you want to look at it as a failure or as learning experiences? I hope you choose to at least be open to the idea of seeing your journey as learning experiences, right? This is going to give you a whole new perspective on your journey and your motivation and commitment. I like to look at my daughter. She is five years old now. I love watching her learn new things. It is so amazing how motivated and how she sticks with something. You know, she will try something and it won't work. So she'll try again and again and again until she figures it out. She could have tried something and it not worked and said, heck with it. I guess I failed. I guess I'll never be able to do that. But she doesn't see it like that. She sees it as learning experiences. Oh, that didn't work. I guess I'll have to try another way. It's amazing to watch this process through the eyes of a child. Because as adults, we get less and less patient with ourselves. And we believe we need to get things right away and be perfect and not do things wrong, right? We need to be perfect. We cannot fail. (laughs) But I believe that if we allow for things to not be perfect and allow for us to, quote, fail and learn from those trial and errors, that we will learn so much more. And we will evolve to the next version of ourselves. So when redefining your commitment to a goal, we must examine the way we see our journey and perceived failures. Okay, so now that you're at least open to the idea of seeing your failures as, as learning experiences, let's take a look at your commitment. How about instead of thinking that we need to be perfect and that if we aren't, then we have not kept our commitment and failed and that we think of that, sorry, instead of that, that we think of commitment as we keep going no matter what. 
right? No matter what happens, I am going to keep moving forward and I am going to just refocus, right? I'm going to be completely honest with you. If you are working on your relationship to food, you know, emotional eating, overeating, or cravings, then there is going to be a learning curve. There is going to be some trial and error, and that's okay. So when you commit to ending your emotional eating, I want you to know that it's not a light switch, that you can't just switch it off. You don't just switch off your emotional eating. During your healing, you are going to still eat emotionally, and that's okay. While you're working on new tools and strategies, you will still find yourself overeating, and that's okay. Over time, it will lessen. You will develop the tools to help you reduce your emotional eating, and you will learn how to process your emotions in a way that serves you. I want you to pick yourself up when you fall down to keep going. That's what commitment is. When you pick yourself up, when you fall down and keep going, this is a point when you have to make a decision when you fall down, what do you want to make it mean when you mess up or fall down? Do you want to make it mean that you have failed and will never figure this out? Or do you want to make it mean that you have an opportunity to find something out, to learn something about yourself and the process? I hope you choose the later. Okay. I want you to shift your mindset from, you know, the idea of setbacks to stepping stones. I love this. Setbacks to stepping stones. That these failures are not setbacks and that they are in fact stepping stones on your journey to healing your relationship with food. This is a learning process. Rome was not built in a day and neither will your ability to stop overeating or giving into your cravings. This process will challenge you and it will be hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you, right? I like to be honest with you, but going through this process is going to be so rewarding. I can't even put it into words, but when you walk into a room and you see the dessert table and you don't feel the pull of sweets and you can just see it as like, oh, there's the dessert table. It will blow your mind, my friends. <laughs> it is truly life-changing. Okay, my friends, I want you to look at the way you view failure and commitment. See if it serves you. If it doesn't shift away from the needing to be perfect around your goals and moving forward no matter what. I like that. Commitment is moving forward no matter what. No matter how many times you fall down, you get back up, you learn, you move forward. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I will be sharing lessons I have learned from my daughter. I am so excited for this episode. Okay, my friends, until next time. Bye.